This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. So with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the guy who's alive. We did it, John. We freaking did it, John. We, we actually it, got we got a win, John. We got a meaningful win from the New York Jets Hell with yeah. our heart in our throats in Jets <laughs> fashion. You know what it is. We got that W, my man. It is phenomenal. And by the way, I said this to you in a text today. We got a win, the first meaningful win co-hosting this podcast. Because last season was just abysmal. We got two wins. We got two wins last season, but they were not meaningful whatsoever. This win is meaningful, and it's at the beginning of the season, and it's not a terrible loss of the season. Because now we are one and three. It's actually looking up. We saw some growth from Zach Wilson today. We saw the defense just show out. My God, good coaching, good game plan called by Mike LaFleur today, man. Offensively, defense was, like I said, defense was just on another level. Like Quincy Williams, we got the Q Will brothers out here doing work, absolute work. I am I am besides myself on that. I was so I ecstatic watching know, this dude. game. What, unbelievable. Honestly, unbelievable. The – the New York Jets really took advantage of the opportunity that was given to them. And it's so funny, right? You said our heart was in our throat. Like, man, this game could have been so different with inches, but that's exactly how the first couple of games went for us as well. Even though it was a lopsided score, it was just inches on some plays. And you know, we were kind of talking about it this week. It was a lot of we. It sounds like BS, and it sounds like window dressing. What Salah and Wilson were talking about, but it was just these little plays. I mean, they had the guys. We're talking about Quentin Williams's brother who just showed up to the team, <laughs> like, and he's one of our best players. Like, what does that mean? That means that we have a coach, and as we've been talking about this entire time. Everybody's so worried about Zach Wilson. Everybody's so worried about the offense. Nobody's talking about our head coach. He's a defensive head coach. We were so worried about the cornerbacks. The cornerbacks are doing absolutely phenomenal. Shout out to Goodry, yo. Shout out to Javelin Goodry, who absolutely killed it today. And the outside corners, like even when when um when one of them went down, I think it was Eccles, went down. Isaiah Don comes in there for that play and makes an unbelievable play. Like, saves the game. You know what I mean? And he just, I mean, it, it, it's so funny. We've seen Isaiah Dunn, like, grow. What feels like from, from the bottom, right? From that preseason game. You know, when he was just getting eaten alive until I just kept putting him in there. And now look where he is. So, I'm really excited about this defense, man. I, I don't want to talk about how... How excited I am for next year already because like we're here right now. So like let's get into today's game. But dude, we have Carl Lawson coming back. <laughs> we like that that's a that's a crazy that's a crazy prospect, but we'll leave that for later. Dude, the Jets. The Jets are one and three. Like you said, next week we have 
Atlanta Falcons in London on a neutral field. Mm-hmm. I'll guess that line will be like minus two Atlanta or something. Probably. Something like that. I mean, that, that's another winnable game before the bye week. You can go two mm-hmm. and three. Unbelievable, man. Just this one game really, really set up the Jets. And it's just, you know, it's so funny, man. You know, everyone was making fun of, you know, the Knicks fans for acting like we won the championship when uh, the Knicks won game two. I feel like the Jets won the championship with this Dude, win. absolutely. <laughs> I feel like the Jets haven't won a game Dude. in like three years. So that we all, I know. You, you know, you said, you said this is the first win as a podcast. That was meaningful. This morning I was having a conversation with a friend. When was the last time the Jets won a game that we all agreed? Like we're happy all about? happy about winning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like forget meaningful or not. Like I can't remember the last time everybody, every single Jets fan unanimously was happy that the Jets won a game that we won. Like I can't yeah. remember it. Like like talking like Fitzpatrick. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, it feels like ten years ago. I guess so. I mean. Maybe two years ago when we had Adam yeah. Gaze, like we saw Sam Darnold play, like maybe against the Cowboys, right? Maybe that game. The was Cowboys like, win was the exact game that we were talking about. The Cowboys yeah. win was the last game that, that was we could probably definitely. Yeah, that's definitely one. I mean that that season, like we had some wins that were meaningful. I get like it's crazy. Against the man. Giants, I guess the Giants was definitely meaningful that year. Against the Raiders was also meaningful that year. It it's you know it's really just it stinks because football especially before we got the extra game to make it 17 games total, 16 games, you know, four games, break it up to quarters. You got four quarters, right? Last season just felt like forever because we just knew what was happening each and every single game. After the Broncos game, after we lost to whatever that four-string quarterback was, I don't even remember his name. It just felt like doom and gloom, man. It was, there was no, everyone was just on the same page. Like it was either tank for Trevor Lawrence. Well, it was kind of not necessarily 50-50, but there was a split between tank for Trevor Lawrence or use the draft capital that you can get and then build around Sam, which is what we were in that camp last season. And it just it felt like we were talking about it every single week, how bad <laughs> yeah. Adebis was, how bad Greg Williams was. Oh my God, there's actually Sam Darnold's not that bad, but everyone's complaining that Sam Darnold's bad. Or, you know, the offense is just sucks. The defense just sucks. Everything is terrible. Talking about Jamal Adams because he was just let go last season after the, the, not trauma, but like the after the mayhem that he caused by just giving an entire like that guy's life thing. story to a certain beat reporter who will never be mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> but you know, I just it feels just forever. And so now that we have a new quarterback, a new head coach, a new regime, we see that the 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 franchise is set in place where the head coach and the GM are not in the same level. That the head coach reports to the GM, and the GM reports. To so happy Woody Johnson. That. I'm so happy. You have no idea how happy I'm about that. You know, but it just, it just runs like an organization. And it's just, we, it's the first time it feels like it runs like an organization. There wasn't drama this off season, nothing of that nature. We're coming into the season with high hopes. Just, I think we're all on the same page too, especially after losing Carl Lawson and everybody, right? Where, all right, we're, there's, we know we're not a playoff team. If we make the playoffs, that is, that is truly like, <laughs> playing with like a uh, house money at that point. Yeah. But we're not expecting that. It would be a nice turn of events. Unlikely because we have a rookie, you know, a rookie staff and we have a rookie team, essentially like a young team at this point. Listen, man, like listen, team. man, this but rookie, no, but this, this but rookie this that you're just, talking just, about is the only rookie that got to win this NFL season so far. Besides Mac Jones, let's go, baby. Let's go. 
look, we still have the best quarterback from this draft. It's all good. We all know what it is. Uh, Let's go. But we, it, I'm just, I'm just to, like giving the like the realization, like what did we go through last season to be here where it feels we can all come together, right? It was just, it was doom and gloom last season. Now there's like a slimmer of hope, even though the media just loves to just bash on the New York Jets, like we're just some dumpster fire. We're good to me. We're not man. that. Yeah, no, we're we're not that. Okay, and this is not even being homer. This is just like look at what we have. What we saw today, and we can go right into the offense first for Zach Wilson. We look at what Zach Wilson did today, and that is what we were, you know, this is what we were promised when he came out of the draft. Someone who's athletic, dynamic, can be, who can be, um, what was it, uh, can improvise on the go. Like we saw fumbles today. He, we saw that fumble, and then he had that bomb. To- Everybody's <laughs> fumbling today. Yeah. yeah, everyone was fumbling today. But we, then we see that 29-yard bomb to Jamison Crowder, and you're like, wow. You know, you thought that was just going to, you thought that was, that you thought that was just the end. It's like, wow, really? This is going to happen after he had an interception in the first half today. But no, you can actually rally behind and say, this is what we were promised from this kid. These are the flashes you want to see in his rookie season to say, Hey, we may have something here, right? Cause let's not, let's not get way too ahead of ourselves. Like we've had flashes from Sam Darnold, but this is the flash that you want to see out of rookie quarterback to say, okay, I see it. I see what he has. I see the precision on the go. He had some mis- misfires today, fine, as like all rookies do. But you saw some talent out there and just very inspiring, especially when you get to see a 53-yard bomb, one play, one play to Corey that, Davis. That Corey Davis throw is insane. And, you know, you, you were asking about Corey Davis pregame. You know, we, we were joking around a little bit about Corey Davis revenge game. And then he came out with, I guess, a little bit of the yips. Like, what was Corey Davis doing in the, in the beginning there? Thank no God. Idea. Thank God he made up for it because the narrative is so different now, man. The narrative is so different. Did you see my tweet earlier today? What did you tweet? I said, uh, dear Corey Davis, please show up. Sign okay. New York Jets fans. So and then you. And then and then next thing I know, he just shows up with 111 yards off of four for seven and a TD. And I'm like, all right, it looks like you showed up. I got to do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, not to nitpick, I really didn't like those. Well, like he had a drop or two, but the, the also the, Zach Wilson could have ended the game if he actually hit Corey Davis on the out route to the right. He's got to hit those. He's got to hit those, man. I hear you on that. And I don't disagree with that. I totally agree with that. But it's a team game. The defense also has to, the, the defense also has to step up. Like they were stopping Derrick Henry, but we were just kept giving open like i know for like, I know. the running back it was Nichols, like, come on dude like oh, what man. are we doing I know. it was like it was like watching james white like wash <laughs> down james white all over again i, yeah. I couldn't stand it dude it, that's the type of stuff that has to get fixed and that's you also got lucky say, with that fisker drop yes fisker dropped a touchdown yes <laughs> you know what i'm saying yes. like in overtime dude, we, we, we also got, got lucky, lucky we also got lucky with the ryan Tannehill like miss fumble and that we were able to get him on that like that's they were true. goal line you know, That's you, true. Give it, you give that to Derrick Henry, like Derrick Henry's going in. So we got lucky, like, but that's that's the game of football. Like, you need a little bit of luck in this game in order to win sometimes. And the Jets got the luck that they needed, and they came out with a victory. And that's what not – I'm not – that's what a good team should do. A good team should take advantage of another team's miscues in order to – and capitalize on them, right? And that's what mm-hmm. the Jets did today. And that's what's positive about it because usually <laughs> for so long – Jets, we have to watch the Jets get these givey, gimmies, right? And then mess up and then give it right back. And we didn't have that today. We did not have that today. They we tried. Actually, 
They tried. They tried. To, that's why I said they, they, they put the heart in our throats. And we're just like. I'm telling you, Fisker should have caught that touchdown, man. Fisker should have thought. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I know we're a little bit all over the place, but we're just so excited. Dude, we got to win. We're, we're going to be all over really, the place. The people with us. I'm sure this is group therapy once again. All right. Everyone grab the <laughs> cup of coffee. Come sit down. We're going to hear all the stories. All right. Let's what'd you think? What'd you think of the overtime? decision by Le- you started off this episode praising LaFleur, especially how he was getting killed by the media all week. Yeah. Which I thought was unnecessary. I think we had good play calls last week, but that's neither here nor there. What do you think about the Jets kicking a field goal? Okay, how about this? What do you think about the play call on third and third and one, but it was really third and goal in overtime, tie game, the play action bootleg to the right? Like what? What did you think about that play? Let Let's start there. Uh, I think Zach. Well, Zach Wilson tried to run it in because no one was wide open. So that's what happened. Now that's how I looked at that bootleg. You think You think it was just designed for that 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 for that one was it a tight end for that? One, I have to rewatch it, obviously. But that one player was, coming back, I thought it was more of a design bootleg, and like and that receiver. You thought it was a design bootleg? I think it was because it was really only one man to beat, and the tight end. Just did not come close. <laughs> and Greg Van Roten. And Greg Van Roten. Uh, oh, really? I have to rewatch it. it was, it's, I, a tight end, I, I it's a tight end and Greg Van Roten because they collapsed, but Greg Van Roten didn't get the hands on his uh, assignment. GBR had a good game enough. today, man. He did have a good game today, but yeah. for that particular play, he did not yeah. get his hands quick enough on the guy, which allowed him to come in. And then he... Once, 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 I forget. It was like either the B or C gap. Once that, uh, once the lineman came through, it gave the other defensive player the opportunity to both like just mirror Zach Wilson and just kind of get him off guard. The only thing that annoys me is like a, a veteran quarterback but, would, would throw that out of the end zone. Yes. And that's what he probably should have done was just throw it out of the end zone, especially when you're bootlegging. Uh, you didn't need to run it, but he thought he can get it in. It's rook, rookies, rookie mistake, but he's not a veteran. Well, I didn't think rookie. it was a bad play. That's my. Play. I don't think. Everyone's I don't think. Out. Like I don't. Th- I don't think. Call. I can't believe it. I thought it was a good play. I don't. I don't think. I don't know how. I, I need to know what the intention was, honestly. Because if it was a bootleg, I. I thought he was going to be wide open, bro. As soon as I, he called I, it, I thought he was going. I thought he was going to. Like, yeah, right it, I mean, it looked like it could have looked like it was like a bootleg for him to just like go run it in himself, but yeah. maybe it was, but. I don't have an issue with that type of play and like letting him go for it. Were you trying to ask me like, am I going to complain if do you go for it on fourth down? Or well, do that's well, well, yeah. Well, this was this was like the 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 prefix to that question because uh, to be because those are at the moment. I mean, Jets Twitter and honestly national media because this was this was the witching hour, but this was one of the last games left in the one o'clock. Mm-hmm. So really, everybody's watching this game, so everyone has an opinion on it. And LaFleur has been in the hot seat. I didn't think it was such a bad play. We could have ended the game. I didn't think, put the ball in Zach Wilson's hand. You're on third and one. Everybody thinks you're going to run it up the middle. Everybody thinks you're going to run it up the middle. And so yeah. they did the play action and I, I, they had a man to beat and they just didn't get it. The follow up is now it's, I think it was on the seven. I have to go back and watch it. But again, my emotions were everywhere. So I, whatever, just, just call it on the seven. So it was fourth and goal. Yeah. Are you kicking a field goal there? Because for me, I am taking the points 10 out of 10 times. There is no way I am going for it on fourth and goal after I just got sacked for like five, six yards on that play because. Yeah, there's no reason. Um, I mean, Dude, Michael Lombardi of, said it the best. Michael Lombardi said it the best. 
you're doing your best play on third down because you're third and one. You're trying to win the game. The game's over if you hit it. So it's not like you're saving your good play for the for the eventual fourth down. You know what I mean? This was I agree it. With that. So if it's third and one and that was your play and you got sacked five six yards, that's it, dude. Just take the L and hit the field goal. Take the points. You know what I mean? And, and, now, and you're and gonna force that. You're gonna ruin everything, dude. If we here. if we if we missed if we went for fourth and goal and we missed. Legit, you'd be in the call of ambulance. Like you've been, like I would not be okay if we missed it. Like that would be, it would be, because we would have had it right in our hands, and then two quick plays, and it's all over. Now the Titans yes. have the ball two minutes to go. Either we lose or we tie. Like, well, here's the thing. Help me, bro. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not a tie at that point. Okay, like let's 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 play this out. You you go you go for it on fourth down. You didn't get the points. It's now a tied game. You now get the ball for Tennessee. And it'd be one thing if it was on the one, like if you told me like you're on the one yard line and then you gave the defense a chance to go get a safety, different story, but we're not on the one. It would be difficult for me to take a field goal on the one. We're not on the one at this point. If it was a fourth and one, you you just, just punch it in bro and see what happens. Yeah. It was not fourth and one. And even Robert was scary. I mean, Emmett was scary, bro. it, 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 It was. And by the way, even Robert Salah came out and said, "If it was fourth and one, we're punching that thing in." Like he oh, said really? that. Okay, the, I didn't he hear did, that. I, okay. Yeah, he did. He came, he came out in the presser and said, "If it was fourth and one, he's punching it in." Um, and I agree with that. Fourth and one. If it is yeah. fourth and one, you go punch it in. You're not fourth and one. Now you actually have some yards. And the reason for that that you take those points as you're talking about, John, if it's you know first and five, or, or no, if it's not first and five, but it's like you're giving first down, right? If it's fir- if you're giving a first down and you're like five yards out of the end zone, it's still enough room for the running back to leave and just do a run play, a quick run play for it's anyone. It's not just any running back, bro. Yeah, and you're, you're giving it to Derrick Henry. So now you, <laughs> yeah. don't, you have no points. You're giving it to Derrick Henry, who is just we're, – we're not lucky. The defense did a good job for like stopping from getting a big run, but he is always capable of just breaking one loose. And you don't need to give this guy who, who ran all over us. I'm not good at like – What's what's keeping a buck? Like he ran all over us today. Like he leads the leagues in most rushing attempts for a reason because he had 33 carries today for 157 yards and one t- one touchdown. Longest one was 22 yards today. Derrick Henry, contrary to popular belief, as I tweeted, Derrick Henry is actually a transformer. He is not human. This man will just bulldoze through everything. Like hold on, but the still the thing is like you don't give him enough room if you don't take the field goal to just run. So the field goal was the right call on that play. Fair. The whole Derrick Henry thing, he killed us today. You know, 33 carries, 157 on a TD, like you said. Two catches. It's just a little far off from what everyone's talking about. 75, you know, or 60-plus touches today, and he's going to kill us. Like, I don't know. I, 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 it was 157 yards on a touchdown. But besides that one big break, was it that productive? I mean, he had a big break on us. And, and you know, now Harris had a big break on us with New England. Other than that, I was pretty happy with how we contained Derrick Henry. The we thing is, like, no, you can't we did, we did. contain him in the overtime, and you're gonna get you're gonna get your butt kicked. Like you're tired, and he's huge. You know what I mean? It's hard to tackle. Like you yeah. trying to tackle Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun fact for everyone out there: I went to this. Ray Rice went to New Rochelle High School. I went to White Point, so we had to play each other. I did play Ray Rice uh, during a summer league scrimmage, and it was not fun. I got I got bodied. It's like the Jets trying was, to tackle man, Derrick Henry. That, you know that man. That man was a man, and I was a boy at the ripe age of 14, and he was like 16, 17 years old. He an NFL player. Yeah, no, legit <laughs> NFL. Legit, like he was playing varsity when he was like, I think, eighth or ninth grade. Like he legit needed to be on that team. Um, but no, like, look, Derrick Henry did his thing today because the Titans had 40, they had a 40 minute uh, time of possessions, 40 minute 
40 minutes and 42 seconds of time of possession today. So Derrick Henry did do his job. He got the he got the yards that he needed to get. Sure, maybe you're talking about like the total like yards per carry doesn't come out to equate like really like a productive day for him, but they still maintained possession for a long period of time where it was tough for us, one, for the Jets defense to get off the field, and two, and to like really contain that offense. Because if Derrick Henry is getting you first downs and you are holding that ball for that long, it doesn't give us a lot of opportunities to come back. So that's what I'm saying. When you're asking me for the fourth, if, if you go for it, if you're fourth and like fourth and fifth and fourth and seven, where you just take the field goal, you take the field goal because even if, and even if the Titans did march down the field and they don't get a touchdown, and if we didn't take those points, they can get a field goal and they could still win. So you don't want to give them the chance to win. You want to at least get the tie out of it so you don't give them the win. Because a tie, you know, it goes win, tie, then lose, as in, like, what's better? Like, no one wants that L. I'd rather have a tie than a loss, but I always want the win. But I know you, I know, I know. But, it's dude, a, a tie, I agree with you, uh, obviously, right? And It's math. But a tie before a win. Oh, yes. Yeah. No. Oh, it's oh, actually worse, bro. It's actually worse than yes. a loss. Yes. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. I agree with that 100%. I agree with that 100%. If we were 0 3 1 right now, <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Bro, that that is, would be so bad. Honestly, that would be so, that would be so like Jets. You know what I mean? Like old Jets. Like, all right, we didn't get our first <laughs> we're, win, but we also didn't get our fat Randy kick from that happening, bro. Okay. Uh. <laughs> oh, listen, man. I called it. I know it's silly, right? That we that we won off a kick and we're that happy. But I mean, he's prone to missing kicks. I literally called the last episode. He's, he's he missed kicks last year to win games. It feels like virtually every year he misses at least one game winning kick. And so I guess I guess we got lucky, you know. But we had to put ourselves in that position. Yeah. And that's Man. why you take that field goal. I know. You, there you go. I know. Oh, we finally did well on special teams, dude, just in general. Like, oh, yeah. We the did special, well teams special teams too. finally broke our way, right? Like yeah. every single week, something bad happens on special teams to us. And I've been telling you, we need a good special teams game. That's the only way. We, everything needs to go right for Zach Wilson in order for, in order for the Jets to get a W. Like Salah said, like Wilson said, like everybody's on the same page there. And so. When the special teams gets it together, when your boy Berrios is everywhere on the field, dude, he's everywhere. Put respect on that man's name. <laughs> he's absolutely everywhere. He's rushing. He's catching. He's returning. And I, I want to hear your opinion on two things about the offense. One, my boy, Jameson Crowder, he makes the team look completely different, dude. The defense legitimately acts different when Jameson Crowder's there. Yes. And I want to know your opinion on you were kind of – I would say a little bearish on the Jets running game, right? The committee. What do you think about this committee, man? I, it's almost perfect just the way they maneuver each other, right? Like give it to Carter when you need him to, you know, get those Darren Sproles type plays. Give it to Coleman when you need someone to bash their head in and jump over the line. Like that was awesome to me. Like Michael Carter would have got negative seven yards if he tried to do what Tevin Coleman did there. So like, what do you, what do you think about the, you know, Tevin Coleman back? Crowder back, like how do you think those those two affect the offense? Okay, so I guess to start off with uh, Crowder, um, start off with Crowder, like it's always good to have him back. He's a secure Sam Darnold security blanket. The first two seasons he was here, he's now Zach Wilson's like not I won't say security blanket, but you see the clutch plays that he can make. The the twenty nine yard catch, you know, to put us in scoring position 
to then get his touchdown was unbelievable. Phenomenal, phenomenal catch, phenomenal catch. Him, like, Berrios, and Corey Davis. Oh, like when they're on point, dude. Oh man, it was it was good. And you had Keelan Cole today too. Had some really good catches. He had that what was it? he had the um, he had the fifty four yarder, and then he also had the twenty nine yarder today. Um, the twenty nine yarder in uh, overtime. So he, you know. The wide receiving core is well-balanced. You know, we came into the season to say it was well-balanced. Having Jameson Crowder back does help because I think, I mean, I guess I got to say it right now, he has the most sure hands on this team. You know, it's not 100%. Corey Davis, so he has the most sure hands. Um, I mean, Berrios, pretty sure. But Berrios did mess up last week, so he's, he's, yeah. in, he's in the doghouse a little, but not as bad as Corey Davis. Yeah, not as bad as Corey Davis, but, you know, Jameson Crowder is one of the most sure hands wide receiver that we had on this team. So In the league. I in the league, yeah, dude, league? he was kill- he was he was crushing it. And he was like top, he's top in the league in, uh, in yak when he actually plays in possession catches. He he has he has a lot of good numbers. He's so solid. He's one of those guys, man, that gets no credit for how good he is. Like Jericho Cotchery, like Jake, Jake. Oh my god, don't don't get me started on Jake. Jericho Cotchery and Jameson Crowder are cut from the same exact cloth, man. Yes, and I love Jaco, and I'm so upset we let Jaco go for a freaking Derek Mason. And you know the Jets actually the Jets players actually talked about how that was a big deal losing him. And you know what's funny that like, all, all this stuff is coming on the week that Rex Ryan, you know, was uh, had an interview talking about how the culture has to change, how you have to move on off terrible losses like last week. Like we don't score a touchdown for eight quarters. Like, there is a way to move on. And so yes, I'm really happy for Coach. Sol- like I'm happy for us, of course. Right, that we finally got this win. I'm happy for Zach Wilson. Finally got his first W. I think it's so cool that Quinn Williams and his brother are out here getting the first brother yeah, sack. Work, man, unbelievable. And I'm really happy oh. for Lafleur, right, coming back and and getting it done. But man, let's get. It, it was a Really deserves. He deserves. He deserves the game ball today, in my opinion. Who, who's your game Coastal? ball? Oh man, we're gonna do game ball right now. Real quick, I'm just curious. I just okay. it just came to my head. Hmm. I guess if I had to give game ball, are you giving it to? A, I don't. Uh, I, I guess you give. It to I gotta a get. I, honestly, you, I mean, I get. I get Robert Salah because the defense balled out, killed it, bro. Because it really did. The, the defense really did ball out. <laughs> like, it's so hard. It's so hard because. I can also see like Zach Wilson getting the game ball today too, because you could have thought that it was going to be a really, 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 really bad game for him today. Start off with miss nine yards, negative four, zero interception, zero, zero. And then it's, you know, like that's how it started off for him. He looked bad too. If I'm being he looked quite honest. bad, he looked very bad in like the first quarter. And then the second quarter, he starts turning around. And he gets a 13 yard or the 30 yarder, 13 yard to Corey Davis, 30 yard to Corey Davis. And then he starts working down the field. And then we get the field goal and you're like, all right. This is we're getting we're getting some we're getting some yeah. here and then we get the tu- we get the touchdown too we get the touchdown see the rushing for Michael life Carter is when you get a field goal bro you see how yeah. different life is it makes a difference even if it's four, four, 10 zero and you hit the three it makes a difference bro it, it does make a difference. a difference but you see you see we get the touchdown first right we get Michael Carter in there um, march down get a field goal we're in this game I I for. It's so hard to see because it was a really good team effort all around. It, I think it's a tie between Zach Wilson for coming back and saying, I'm having a bad game right now and then playing to his strength. And then you could say Robert Salah for how that defense played. But you can also say like Michael Ford because honestly, he turned it around with like the, the play calling. Like 
honestly, like you're, I'm reading the numbers to you, right? I mean, average yards attempts was 8.4 today, but I'm reading numbers of like seeing six, 15, six, five, 54. Like you're seeing the deep play, the short yard passes, the check downs, everything that you want, the stuff that I was asking for, like legitimately everything that I was asking for, just saying, let's get the dink and ducks going before we start being aggressive, like to get this kid in rhythm. And that happens. You know what I mean? Like it, it was happening today. So I think it's an all around game ball team. I don't think there's one person I can actually give it to. And it's like, it sounds like a cop out, but if I have to give it to somebody, I think I have to give it to Zach Wilson just for, for like really turning it around because the defense has been, the, the, here's my thing. The defense has actually shown up every single week. Not like this, bro. Not like this. Seven Not like this. sacks. Seven, Seven sacks. Sack. With like no blitzes, bro. Like barely any blitzes. Just unbelievable. I know. I know. CJ I know. gets one. Quincy gets one. Quinnen gets two. People ask him, where's Quinnen Williams? Where's, where's Q Will? Where's Q Will? He's here and he brought his brother, bro. Three sacks. <laughs> bro, what's up? You know, it's John Franklin Myers guy in the game. Even Bryce Hall. But, oh man, they were unbelievable today, dude. Well, Just honestly unbelievable. It, it was. But let's let's do a quick like specific. I mean, we we kind of went into it, but we're, let's go into like offense, defense, and, and special teams. And then real quick and just like not necessarily like break it down, but just what are you what are like some takeaways from like the what are some like takeaways? Give me some like quick takeaways from the offense. Let's hit the let's hit this. I got you. We can't run to the right. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Griffin stinks. I gotta find what what when did he drop that catch? Was it in the first I'm, I'm not gonna, overtime? I'm, I'm not I don't, gonna know when, I don't remember when that was. Which one? Because there was there was a pass by Zach Wilson that was very poorly thrown too, like by the field goal, like by the by the end zone that was like no, no, it wasn't by the end zone. It was it was when we we're trying to close the game. Oh, he had a, he had, a, he had something. He had a bad. Th- he it was. I gotta watch it again, but it was something with him and Griffin. Didn't love that. And my the third the third thing I noticed offense right away. Denzel Mims doesn't really matter when you're winning games, huh? Denzel Mims is, is 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 not all we care about when you when you're just when you're productive on the field. Like everything's all good. That's all, and, and we that's, were all good today. We were all good. we played as a committee. And to be fair, like even though he was active today, no one's asking about him when you're actually seeing some creative play calling and you're doing stuff, right? You said it. Like when you're winning, when you're winning games, no one cares. All right, fine. If this is what we're gonna be getting, let Denzel Mims learn and get himself in there when he's situated. But when we're losing and we're just asking for something different game time, like just make something happen. Pretty fair to ask for where Denzel Mims is in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. But his boys helped him. His boys helped him. Like Jameson Crowder, uh, Keelan Cole, like those, the, and Berrios. I'll put, I have to put Berrios. I can't ever say anything without him. They really, they're, they hooked it up, right? They're, they're, they're a wide receiver by committee. Corey Davis. He's still in my doghouse. He still has to, he still has to wake up. He has to go game without fumbling, bro. What are you, Danny Jones? Like, yeah, what are we fumbled doing today here? too. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what are we had, doing after, here? Uh, yeah, after he had that, after he had that thirteen yard catch, and then you fumble. It's like, come on, dog. It, like, he had to take touchdown. But, like, but he's still like, you have to. I, Corey Davis, I'm still working on him because he has to be our leader. So I'm just, I'm just more harsh on him. But the the running backs by committee, man, they really oh, impressed that's me. The, that that was the one that you asked me. So let me answer you that question. Uh, so let me start off actually taking your answer with a running back by committee for a top point of topic. Meh. I wasn't really a fan of it in all honesty. Like even though we did, of all, I didn't like how we had like three guys going. Like I get that each one has a skill set that's different and it worked today. Still not a fan of it. Uh, yes. Tevin Coleman had big runs, especially when he leaped over to get the, you know, the, the first down for that's, us. Oh my God. That was amazing. Major, major. He was I like, did not see I'm that not, coming. 
I, I, I didn't expect he was going to do like a, <laughs> yeah, a goal line leap for a first down, which, and then he gets spin around and then lands on his feet. I'm like, all right. I think right, he got right. tackled. It was close. <sighs> it, it was close. But I like the way Michael Carter ran today. I like the way that, uh, you know, Ty Johnson, because here's the thing, like we're talking about Ty Johnson, uh, Tim Coleman. They both had like four and three, like Ty Johnson only had three carries. Tim Coleman only had four carries. Michael Carter got the bulk of the work with 13 yep. carries today. But even with them as a committee backfield, like I get it. I like I know this is what they did out in San Francisco too. Like they were able to like interchange backs pretty consistently. I like two. Like I like keeping it to two so that the guys get like truly into into rhythm. And the running game today, that's why I feel like we didn't really get into rhythm a lot. Like it, the running game wasn't that fluid watching it. Yeah. It, it was pretty it was pretty choppy. There were moments where like, oh, nice run, Michael Carter. Uh, Ty Johnson, what are you doing? Okay, Tevin Coleman, uh, Michael Carter, what are you doing? Like, it was like this, three, this, this three-headed horse that is just giving you like indigestion. I don't like that. Um, yeah. So I t- think that's so, more about the O-line. But, yeah. I think it is about the O-line, but, and, but I think it's also by experience. So, like, Michael Carter's a rookie. I don't think you want to put it all – he's not that type of rookie where he's like Adrian yeah. Peterson. He's not – He's not a Dalvin Cook, you know. He's not a. He's not even Javante Williams. His he's his, his cohort at UNC. He's not. So when when you're looking at him, it's like okay, I understand why he's in a committee. Ty Johnson, I understand why he's here. He was here last year. He he had some promise last season. By the way, he was running. So you're bringing him back. Tevin Coleman understands uh, the 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 offensive system by being out in San Fran. So everyone's getting a little bit of a mix. In. I still don't like it. It worked today, but I still don't like it because I don't think I'll always translate into wins and it just looked a little too choppy where guys still need to get in rhythm to answer your question. So that's the first thing with the running back offensive line did play well today. I think even for run blocking, even though the running game was choppy, I think the run blocking was pretty serious, pretty good today. And yeah. pass blocking, pass blocking, it, it took a step forward. Like it wasn't bad like last week, but it definitely did take a step forward. Uh, Zach Wilson did have enough time. I like the way Zach Wilson, I think that's another thing I want to point out is that Zach Wilson was just, it wasn't just Zach Wilson, but LaForce play calling where I said matching the dink and dunks. But I like what I saw from Zach Wilson today by being creative. I like how he took the easy passes, just like checking it down. I like how he knew when to be aggressive, like pushing it down the field. I did like I did like him mixing it up today. And so I did want to point that out. Um and then wide receivers wise, like Corey Davis did show up, Tevin uh Keenan Cole did show up, Jameson Crowder showed up, Braxton Barrio showed up, like those those guys right there, those four guys, those are the guys we're going to have to lean on until Denzel Mims gets up to speed. But even so, if those guys can produce like we did today, we're talking about some winning football. So that's what I like from the offense. Defense, let's get into the defense because the defense is like pretty stout. Dude, I can talk about this I, defense all day. All, all day. Like CJ Mosley, 13 tackles. <laughs> Dude, he's unbelievable. Quincy like, Williams, J- Jacksonville Jaguars, third round pick. Quincy Williams might have I, I can't you. believe C.J. Mosley has to stand there next to Quincy Williams. Like, not only does he have to take him seriously all week, and the fact that he just, like, shows up like this. I I wonder what C.J. Mosley was thinking today. Like, wow. Like, I've been looking for a linebacker. Like, our rookies, right, the ones we've been, like, talking about, like, they weren't even around today. Like, Sherwood, Hamza, like, those were not even guys. Was Hamza even dressed? I, I, I don't even see him. <laughs> you know, like he, CJ Mosley must have been like, "Where have you been all my life?" Seriously, dog. Because <laughs> like he, he's looking like, like he's like you complete, like you, you truly do complete me. The dude, kid, twelve tackles, one sack, two tackle for losses. 
yo, Quincy Williams was out here today. He was like, I need to make a first impression because I need to keep this job and I need to keep this paycheck. He killed it. Um, he, he totally killed it today. So, you know. Can I say one once, thing? Yeah. Nathan Shepard was not offside. Dude, the left tackle on Titans moved his whole arm. But whatever. I'm just I'm just saying because I I mean I know we're talking about the defense so, so here here like, that, like yeah. I know everyone's gonna be mad at Nathan Shepard because he didn't have a great game and then you're gonna remember him by that penalty. In yeah. my humble opinion, just looking at it, like not rewatching it, he he looked like someone moved ahead of him. But that's neither here nor there. I'm I'm happy about how. Our defense performance, John Franklin Myers. We better lock him up, dude. John Franklin Myers <laughs> came in today, bro. And how about both Bryce, Bryce Hall and Bryce Huff today, man? Our cornerbacks are unbelievable. Right, our D line's unbelievable, dude. We are. are I, 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 this is the one I really have to point out. Our cornerbacks are actually much better than our concerns coming to this season. Yes, and I'll say that. I, I want to put the caveat that. We didn't see Jerry Judy. I'm not, I'm not. We didn't see Jerry Judy last week. We didn't see Julio Jones this week. We didn't see AJ Brown this week. But still, they've done a very good job for rookies. Like even what they've had to do so far, they haven't had to the, a true, true, true challenge yet. Except for like what Cortland Sutton and DJ Moore. Probably those are the only two guys. Maybe Robbie Anson had a nice touchdown. On us. Yeah, that's one. That's one. <laughs> so, give, give me a break. Everyone gets what. Look, a blind squirrel finds We've been getting lucky once in a while. We've been, getting, we've been lucky, getting lucky with wide receivers. So I want to say that our cornerbacks, they haven't, you know, they haven't had the true test yet of going up against true, true, true wide receiver ones yet. <laughs> Ridley twos, next week. Doesn't count. We'll yeah, we'll see. Eh, not really too. Not, it's yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. But That's like something to me. Yeah. So we haven't had that yet, but as of right now, it, it's more than admirable what the cornerbacks have been doing and – these guys have just been showing out. So I'm really happy about our cornerbacks. Um, yeah. Defense just overall, you know, Quincy Williams just showed out today. I think that was the biggest one. John Franklin Meyer had like a six sack today. Uh, Bryce Huff. Dude, he hit the quarterback like 34 times, bro. He, he yeah. was, they were living in the backfield. Just like, just like we said, I'm so happy. I'm, this is yeah. the best. Like, I was so stressed out at the end of this game. I can't believe. I can't believe it took all of that for the Jets to win a damn game, number one. But of course it did. But it also made the win so much better. Like, this Titans win was a complete game. I wish there wasn't a bye week in two weeks. I honestly do. Like, if we yeah, could have kept like early, riding I don't this like momentum. Weeks. I don't like early yeah. bye weeks. No, I mean, we technically got to choose it. Like, you're allowed to choose whether you want yep. the bye week after London. So we technically chose yep. it. So we can't technically complain. And maybe, and maybe it's good because you're coming back from London. You need that time off. Who knows? Like, yeah. to really recover. Like, but I just don't like I, that's fine. But I just don't like bye weeks because, like, if you're riding, like, it's so hard to like come out Finally. of like a break. And then, but hey, let's talk about the special teams because Braxton Barrios had some good returns. He had two returns, you I love know, Braxton Barrios. He had Ty Johnson fumbled, fumbled on one of those returns. I was about, I was like really about to have a panic. Attack. We had so I'm many like, fumbles Ooh. today, bro. Too Actually, many. It really bothered it me. Too, it was too many fumbles today. Too many yeah. times the ball touched the ground. It should not happen. I think it was four times today. Four times that we fumbled today, and it should that should not happen. Yeah, four times we fumbled. So one today. by had, one by Corey Davis. Yep. So one by Ty Johnson. Yep. Zach Wilson. Oh yeah, the Zach one. I, I guess. And then uh, what? And then uh, oh no, sorry, that was only three. We had yeah. Wesco who recovered a. Fumble, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But then we should we also, we should, we, Tannehill should not be recovering fumbles anyway. 
by the way. Keep going. I, I digress. But yeah. So Ty Johnson <laughs> got to hold on to it. Um, Amendola went two for two. Good stuff today. And then punting, man. Morstead, like you said, coming in kind of cold and stepping in for Braden Mann. He wants to punt it. He wants to play defense. He trusts them. He's not worried about going for it on fourth and one and trying to end the game. Just give me points, and we're going to play defense. Doesn't matter. Quinn Williams, his brother, anybody off the street, any rookie cornerbacks, it doesn't matter, you know. That, uh, like, Carl Lawson's getting injured. Give me, give me Shaq Lawson. Like, so, you know, someone off the tech, like, no problem. Like, that, that's where our, that's where our team is made. Run the ball, play defense, punt it. Like, I, I'm so happy with Morstead. Thank God he's in there. And we're not punting with Amendola. I know this is all silly, right? Special teams. But this is so huge for us, man. Everything matters, okay? There's nothing that, like, special teams may sound silly, but everything matters on this. Everything matters in football from special teams. Like, they're not flashy because they're out there for one play. Like, they're, they're the transition, right? It's like the transition between the offense and the defense. But they're out there for, like, one play, and it really does matter. It really does matter. So can't understate it. But, hey, man. That covers it up for like the the Jets. Um, unless you got anything more to add, but no, dude, there rapid is... reaction Jets, bro. Rapid reaction Jets was great. I am hyped for next week. I'm gonna be in London for Atlanta, and I mean, the New York Yankees just absolutely put a star on this day. However, they didn't really fulfill all my dreams because they couldn't win two games or and the Red Sox came back yeah, they got they got killed yesterday by I know Tampa it was that I, when I went to the score like when I got the notification I was like what yesterday was bad we should have won at least one of these games but we needed to but I'm gonna hey. save my throat I'm gonna save money I won't be in the Bronx on Tuesday because the the Yankees will not be in the Bronx they're gonna be in Fenway they're gonna be in Boston they're coming to you Alex they are coming to you on I Tuesday should... I should see if I should actually if I can get there. I feel like that's going to be very hostile. I don't know if I want to be in that. <laughs> oh, it's going to be hostile. It's going to be I hostile. I, don't, I think. I think. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to look into it. I'm, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think if I'm ready to throw down for that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we we, we uh, obviously, if you're listening to us, you know, you know what it is. The New York Yankees are in the playoffs. We have clinched the postseason. Avoided this disastrous four way tie that Jeff Passan was absolutely dying for. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He just wants chaos, wants to watch the world burn. Hey, it, it makes a lot. Hey, when you get to write about chaos, it's fun. So but. we got Evaldi versus Cole, dude. Evaldi versus Cole. Cole 92 wins day, the Yankees. Man. Cole coming off a terrible, terrible, terrible. start. Terrible. Evaldi stinks in general. I think he's got like a five-something year, right? Mm-hmm. This is not a Yankees podcast. Hit up, Hit up the fan-sided. Uh, Yankee, Yankees podcast. They're really good. What do you think, man? You think we're going to get past the Red Sox and go, go see those Rays? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I think, I think we are because based off what we saw when they were in Boston, they swept them in Boston. I think Boston themselves is actually on a downturn. Like, sure. They just, they just beat, you know, they just swept the Nationals, but the Nationals are not a team that's like, meh. Dude, I can't believe they blew that game. Yeah. Really tough, really tough for the Nationals to lose that game. Our friend Nick Butler was there as well. He really, he really should have been been our catalyst to close this out. Really tough. Yeah, and look, like so, look, you had the Orioles 
beat the Red Sox too after the Yankees swept them. And then you go, you're going to October with losing to the Nationals. Like, what, what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to, like, they, they, the team doesn't, they're, 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 they made it, right, to have a chance. They won. But, huh? I think they won the series, two out of three. Against the Orioles? No, against the Nationals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they beat oh, the okay. Nationals. Like, they beat the Nationals. But, like, yeah, you lost yeah. to the Orioles. You got swept by the Yankees. And then you come in and beat the Nationals. Honestly, that's, like, something. I get what you're it, saying. Baseball's it, all it, about it, being bro, it's, it's a, it's a, It's, like... <laughs> Dude, that's like coming in and asking, like, "Hey, man, the what, what's a, what's a what's a good comparison? Like, imagine if um, who was a good wild card team last year? Imagine like when you had the, How about the Cardinals this year, Texans. Let's go with the Texans two okay. years ago, right? Let's go with the Texans. Like, Texans were a wild card team. Imagine they like, yeah, they beat the Jets. They're ready to go into it. It's like, are you though? Like, yeah, I got what you're saying. I got what you're well, saying. What, what, is, what does that mean? Uh, like, Dude, so them, so. So you think Coles, you think the Yankees are going to take down the Red Sox? Easy, it's going to be close. What do you think the MS in Fenway on Tuesday? Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a shit show. Are you kidding me? There's like, this is, okay. we're talking about, we're talking about a one game elimination between the one of the biggest rival, like one of the biggest sports rivals in sports history, the Red Sox and the Yankees. Like, come on now, like, it, it's going to be a shit show. It's going to be hostile. Uh, I think the Yankees are going to win. I think it's going to be. I hate saying it's going to be a close game, but I actually think it's going to be a close game. The good thing is that the the Red Sox do have to, they do have right they do have to play um the Blue Jays before they no. play us, right? No, they don't. No, okay. no, no. If they lost, they would have had to play the Blue Jays. Okay, okay. Which, honest to God, as much as I would have you know liked that to try to get a weaker team, I am absolutely terrified of the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, speaking about hottest teams, I can't believe. That the Blue Jays are not in the playoffs. It's honestly a travesty that the Blue Jays are not in the playoffs. They are, they are, no joke. I'm going to bet them to win the World Series next year, like right off the bat, just like as a, as, as a long shot bet. They are so good, man. I really, I'm in love with like this mini Blue Jays team. I know they're a division team. Of course, I'm going to, you know, want to beat them and I'm going to grow to hate them. But right now, as these little innocent guys that don't make the playoffs, you know, everybody's son is on the team. I, it, they're they're fun to watch, so I I'm happy you. that they're not there. I'm happy that they're not there. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna kick the Red Sox butts. To be honest with you, I think we are super hot. Like you said, I think our team chemistry is good. I think that the Yankees have a really really bad taste in their mouth it, it, with Boston, especially with the playoffs, especially in Fenway. Who can forget Aaron Boone's boombox? Right, playing New York, New York, and then they started playing it. We have Alex Cora's back. I mean. Tension is going to be high. Oh, it's high. It is going to be very high. And it, look, they don't have a like bullpen, said, bro. The Red Sox don't have a bullpen. And then, and that's, and this is kind of like why I'm not worried about the Red Sox. They don't have a bullpen. Look, they went five and five in the last 10. Yankees are seven and three. We were, we're on a, we're, we're, we're we just bounced back. What, what, what's there to be afraid of? Like, on it, like, who, Grace. that is something to be, <laughs> that is a team to be afraid of. I am super. I, I am shivering in my boots <laughs> because I really like, am. I really am. I, I am not that, that is, that's a team I'm not looking forward to, but Red Sox. Nah, I'm good. We're, we got this. So last question. I'll let you go on this. Cole is starting. Does that mean you're putting Higgy and you're benching Sanchez? Are you, are you doing, are you doing anything quirky? You're going, you're going we know with, that Boyd is injured and it kind of gave us an out. You're going with, there. you're going with Higgy. You're going with Higgy. Okay. I want my def- I want my defense in there. Sanchez's defense is still suspect, man. I can't look. We I, he had a good year. 
he had a good year, but even when he was in Boston, man, that time, you can't – there's just too many miscues, man. You can't let balls get behind you. I'm sorry. I need someone that is comfortable. I think Cole needs to be with Higgy because that's how it's been. You don't switch it up. Um, and honestly, like, I'm not too – like, just give me Higgy. Like, Sanchez I, think if, is good. I think if Sanchez got the hit today, we would have been having a different conversation. Yes, but the thing is, but like – He struck he, out. <laughs> he struck out. He's not – he hasn't been – he, he strikes out Fenway too. He, he strikes out Fenway. He hasn't been hot really recently as of late. Like we've been leaning more so on Dude, John Carlos. I cannot wait for John Carlos in Fenway Park. Yes. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. That green, green monster, my ass. I don't even I know what that wait. is. I cannot wait. I'm going like, to break my keyboard right now thinking about John Carlos in Fenway. I'm so nervous about that game, man. I'm, I'm so happy the Jets won. I can get this burden off my chest. The Yankees are in the postseason. And the New York Knicks are starting their preseason, baby. Let's what go. a week. What a Let's week. Let's go. I'm excited. Let's go. We got, we, got, we got the Yankees in the playoffs for meaningful games. We just got a good Jets win, our first win of the season. We got to see what our rookie quarterback could look like. You know, got that glimpse. We got, we got the we here New York Knicks coming back this week for some preseason basketball, baby. Preseason basketball. The season's right around the corner. Oh, man, this is a good week. Good week. If we get a win for preseason, we get a Yankees win. I think they're both on the fifth. If we get two wins in one day, man, don't talk Bro. to me. Don't Bro. talk to me because I will be obnoxious. The, street, the streets of Boston will not handle me. The streets of Boston will not handle me. I'm ready. I'll be where it, it, will, it can't handle me. All right, everyone. You know what it is. I think that's a good place to end it. One more episode, and then we got London, baby. Let's go. That's right. All right. This is where we're going to end it because New York, we'll give a little kudos to the Giants. Giants won today. Uh, Shout out to the Giants beating the Saints. Big yeah. game. Overtime also. Yeah, also overtime. New York team. Look, three New York teams won today. Look at that. Look at that. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode. I don't know what that is. Sorry, Claudio. Uh, Sorry, Greg. You guys are working (laughs) on your live comedy. You guys got this. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, Etc. podcast. If you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave a comment. That helps out so, so much. Please do so. Also, if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, it's okay. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. If you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, and give us a like for each episode that you watch. It's only the right thing to do. Last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We just posted a TikTok uh, not too long ago. We're, we're on this platform now. We're doing it. We're getting stuff going. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again. Please catch us later this week for another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets and Center podcast. Yep. And, and winning picks weekly. Did we, Greg and I have been absolutely killing it. We're you guys have been killing track. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean... We're now, we have some big news coming up. Yeah, there is big news coming out. Just tune in. Just tune in. Just tune in. Tune in. That's all I'm going to say. Let's go Jets. Let's go Knicks. And let's go Yankees, baby. What up? Knicks, Jets, etc., baby. This is our time to shine. Let's go.